0: How long can you listen to Hey You Know What without stopping?
1: 55 minutes?
0: No, no, I mean <laughs> all of the episodes. <laughs> How long can you listen <laughs> to us without stopping? I thought you meant
1: the like like average of a marathon. Okay. No, oh, I don't
0: know. What is that I mean, number? About 360 hours or 15 days. Wow, straight. If you put this on now, two weeks from now, you'll still be listening. <laughs> Go. Go,
1: go, 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 go it. it's Welcome
0: to Hey You Know It. My name is Jaquetta Sotmari, and I'm here with my co host, Katie Kazmier. Hey You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is or how it should be. You can listen to Hey You Know It on iTunes, a new episode every Monday. And here they are, Jaquetta and Katie. <clears throat> the party started. Yeah, let's get this party started right. Let's get this party started quickly. It's our tenth anniversary show. What yes. what tenth anniversary means ten years. Yeah, a decade of hey you know it. Not ten episodes, not ten weeks, ten no. years of hey you know it. Ten years coming to you continuously without fail every week. Fresh new show um, every week too. Fresh, fresh content. So I want to kick this off by congratulating ourselves via the words of some of our esteemed guests, fans, and listeners. Yes. Um, the first shout out we got was from Scientist, from Scientist University. We've had scientists on the program twice, I think. Right. He's
1: a real scientist, but he...
0: Yeah. He's even more real now. Is he? His His science is realer than ever. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. He's like top scientist now. Nice. So he says... Congrats to you and Katie on 10 years, exclamation point.
1: Well, thank you, scientist. He gets right to the point.
0: Yeah. He's very scientific. He doesn't have time. He's in the lab mixing up things, or he's on his secret science island. Right. So we don't know.
1: His secret science projects, creating secret science results.
0: Creating science. Uh, We also got a shout out. From my husband Greg Zenon, who's been on the show a couple times um, and is a longtime listener and supporter, and he says, "Just a quick shout out of congratulations for your upcoming 10th anniversary episode, 90 to go." And then he sends us a picture of um, Captain Kirk and Bones, and it says, "May fortune favor the foolish." Oh, thank you, Greg. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Yes, thank you so much. And we have one more um, from CDC, Carlo DiCarlo, who is in one of my favorite episodes uh, where we, he was a Nick Cage enthusiast or theorist. Yes.
1: Nick Cage theorist,
0: where he came on
1: the show and talked about Nick Cage theories.
0: We need more. I think I, think I feel so. like a lot has happened. Uh, but anyway, he says, as a former guest and longtime listener, I want to congratulate you both on your ten years of bringing lots of laughs and countless hours of joy to all your Hey You Know It fans. You two rock. Oh. Lots of love and increased success for Hey You Know Its future. Oh,
1: thank you, thank you, thank you, Carlo. That's so nice. Yeah. How nice these people are reaching out to us. Yeah. The, and, and the thing is that they did it unsolicited. Unsolicited. They didn't even, <laughs> nobody had to nudge them. We didn't prod
0: We didn't or poke a, anyone. We didn't put anything out there publicly saying, hey, no. congratulations. We didn't us. say you have one week left to congratulate us yeah. before we, before we uh, do this 10th anniversary <laughs> podcast. So for those of you, if this is your first time listening to, hey, you know what, stop, hammer time. You need to go back. We have hundreds of episodes that explain pretty much everything that we're going to be talking to today. This is kind of like if you were to watch like a Seinfeld recap episode. Right, yes. Yeah. So Or clips.
1: Yes. You kind yeah. of have to be like, you have to be in the mix to, to know what's going to happen. Yeah, there. you
0: had to have been there. But right, you yeah. can be there because it's all, um, iTunes only carries the last hundred episodes. But if you go to HeyYouKnowIt.com, you can get all four hundred and eighty episodes four hundred and eighty i
1: can't yeah. even
0: we don't mess around Four
1: hundred and eighty hours of of laughter yeah you know and uh, we have had millions of shows listen to yeah isn't oh, that crazy millions of people we've spread laughter
0: and and we have no idea who they are nope. where they're laughing or what they're laughing at <laughs> <laughs> but yes that's but they're laughing we know but they're laughing yeah
1: With us, at us, near us. So Jaquetta, we've been doing this for 10 years. What are some of the things that you have learned from doing this podcast?
0: Okay. So I, first and foremost, (laughs) GarageBand. Yes. How to do the editing. When we first started out, we were in a studio in Bushwick. Uh, We had uh, a, a small staff of one, one Kim Audio. Yes. It's a one-man studio We're like in the basement in the ass end of Brooklyn. he was our sound um, engineer that recorded us and, and edited everything. Yeah, we went to a booth, we had a spit guard we did it all and then headphones. We just we decided that we needed to um, do it more frequently. And so it, I took it upon myself to learn how to use GarageBand. and it's worked.: Yes, and you know? You know,
1: and yes, and you have went, you went ahead and did all of
0: that. You were like the tech genius of the two of yes, us. yes, of the two of us. Let's just qualify that genius by saying there's only one other person yeah. in this group that we're choosing from for genius. yeah, but you you went ahead and took that initiative and. Yeah. And I, I found out, I love, it's like, I'm the kind of person who likes to sew individual beads onto a cloth. Yeah. I'm that person. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no matter how small the piecework is, yeah, you're I, I will do it. I find it uh, therapeutic. So I learned that GarageBand. I also learned to chill out doing the podcast, to think of it more like improv. It's not precious. We're going to do more. I don't have to stress out about it. You know, yeah. just let it, let it, yeah. let it happen.
1: Yeah, because um, we were a lot more structured in the beginning, and we had definite yes. ideas about how things had to go, and don't make any other noise, and and mm-hmm. watch. You know, do, what are we doing?
0: <laughs> Our ideas that were based on, you know, we are, you know, seventies, eighties people, right? And we're both and theater thinking people. about how radio sounds, right? And we're theater people, and we have and we're and theater we've, people. We've, we've trained,
1: so there's certain there's certain um, I guess, I mean, forms that we follow.
0: Yeah. And we couldn't follow those. <laughs> so we had to re, we had to re, you know, frame our ideas of how it would right, go. Right. Um, I also learned that robots are ramping up quickly because we've been reporting on robots for the past 10 years. I didn't really know much about robots at the beginning. And now I'm terrified. Yeah. To see how much they have changed since we have been reporting on them. And we're reporting on things that are, it's, you know, somewhat leading edge technology, but obviously we're not in the lab. You know, we're not in that community, Mm -hmm. but like robots are are coming up. I also learned what things interest me and what things do not interest me. (laughs) For example, (laughs) sharks interest me. Bears, somewhat. Uh, Birds, not really at all. Yeah, right? Right, isn't yeah. it funny what we gravitate to? What we found. Oh. Um, and then the last thing I want to say that I learned is that I enjoy talking to you about pretty much anything, <laughs> <laughs> and you will talk back. Yes. So, like some people, you try to, to broach a subject with them, and you're like, they're like, "No," but Katie, I'd be like, uh, "A feet." And you're like, "Sure, sure,
1: yeah." They got a uh, feet. They've got toes. Yeah. <laughs> they they got a heel. <laughs> And guess what? And then I'll launch into a story about a foot. Yes.
0: So that's, that's what I've learned. I mean, a lot more. Yeah. um, But those are the things I can, you know, I think are the the main things. All right. How about you? What did I learn? Um, That you get
1: used to the sound of your own voice. A lot of people, you, you do (laughs) a lot of people like, oh my gosh, I can't stand the, the sound of my voice. I hear myself. I cringe. And it keeps them from doing things. But if you hear yourself enough, it just kind of becomes a little less precious, and you're like, "Oh, that's what I sound like." Whatever.
0: But also, you have—I think—you have a really pleasant voice. Obviously, I think that. Oh well, thank you. But you know, for some people out there, yeah, they should be quiet. Yeah, no, but I
1: can hear—I can hear it in my voice when I like force something, or if I'm upset or angry, and I'm trying to hide it, and it's not being hidden, and it's not working. (laughs) And I'm like, God. Um, so that's one thing another one um, I learned when you work close with someone you develop a shared brain um, I don't know yeah. like f- over the years and especially in the beginning um, Jaquotta and I developed this this hey you know it brain where <laughs> we would like we come to the studio with our own research and things we want to talk about and without even talking to each other our, our material sometimes was the same
0: or very yes. similar,
1: or it just like really blended. It was.
0: Uh, but from different, sometimes from different, radically different sources, Yeah, but like same kind of stuff on a, a rando topic. And it almost sounds like we, cu- we put
1: the show together with a lot of thought because it did you know, yeah, together, didn't. but we didn't, it was just random stuff, we each came, but we have this shared brain. And even when we're out together with
0: other friends,
1: um, sometimes the way we talk,
0: Yes. Well, you know, they don't have a podcast. Yeah. So, you know, right? they could cultivate that if they wanted to. They got 10 years. Um, <laughs> I also learned that I
1: silently edit other people's conversations in real life. Um, what are you talking about? When other people, what does that mean? When other people are talking and they're telling a story, I start mm-hmm. like, okay, this could have been three minutes shorter. You could have cut that out. Um, We've got to get on to the next segment. I'm thinking <laughs> with there is no segment. <laughs> But
0: this is. What... Do you start doing the, the international sign for wrap it up <laughs> with your hands. Yeah. Yeah,
1: right. But I think in terms like, when is this going to be over? Because we have to get
0: on to the next thing. Like, and that's when <laughs> or not, when is it going to be over? But I feel like I love hearing about your subway trip, but we really got to get on to what happened later. We have, we have six
1: more segments to do in this hour to, over dinner. And <laughs> <I> can't... <laughs> we can't just dwell on your, on your, yeah. Your trip to the office today
0: so just you know we've become i guess maybe more efficient in, in telling our stories yeah and maybe you expect other people to you know Do have it. cultivated that as well
1: yes another thing i found out the hosts on the view are overpaid for sure. <laughs> for sure i tell you i i have not watched that show and then i watched it and i was like oh, Those women are sitting there. They have everybody doing the research for them. They have their cards all... Wait, is
0: there research? It doesn't seem like anything that comes out of their mouths is even remotely researched to me. Well, they
1: don't know what they're talking about, but they have other people do the research, and then they have cards, and they glance... Do they have have earpieces? They have earpieces. They have the whole thing. So they have so much support in having this kind of natural, supposedly, conversation going on. And they have to... And they don't educate themselves. They don't do the research. They don't know all that's clear. What they're talking about, like we do all of our work. We research. We
0: we look things up. We come in with yeah. notes. No, we have no earpieces. <laughs> Some sometimes, uh, especially when we're reporting on, or for me, when it's science and nature related things, it becomes a rabbit hole because I'm like, okay, what does this term actually mean? Like, what actually is a protein? Yeah, <laughs> and then you start researching, and then you're in like in some weird science journal, right? To some for something that you hope we're going to talk about for a couple minutes.
1: Yeah, and then with that, now you're now you have a like a ton of knowledge on a subject, and oh woe to the person in real life who asks you something about that <laughs> yes. topic, and you go on for you know. No
0: one should ask me about a penis ever. No. I got that could hours hours I could go on. <laughs> What do you want to know about ED, enlargement? Yeah. Do you want to know you about know. the
1: history? Do you want to know? like, What do you want to know? Things, and-
0: things stuck on it? Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> okay. So we've, our, our podcast is based on, we have, we have a lot of segments. I mean, we have like, I, I, gosh, I haven't even counted them. There has to be over 40 different segments. Yeah, different we, types
0: of segments. Some are video. retired.
1: Yeah. We retired some. Some are still going full force. Some have been with us from the beginning. Um, So we each, I mean, some are closer to our hearts than others. So we said, we'll each do our favorite segment. So Jaquetta, what is your favorite segment? And let's have it.
0: So my favorite segment is, and I think I usually say this, um, is Tales from Dirt Campfire. It's my favorite segment. Tales from Dirt Campfire is a segment where we talk about fake lore, folklore, tales of the supernormal, um the para the, the paranormal ghost and the supernatural, scary ghost stories, fact. and we tell them here around the digital campfire. So, all right, so gather, gather around. around, listeners. All right. Ooh. Um and within this, you know, kind of genre that we've cultivated, I think my most favorite like area is Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> it is Bigfoot. <laughs> I love Bigfoot. I love people who are into Bigfoot. I find it fascinating. Uh, Bigfoot to me is, you know, just represents the 70s and freedom, Mm -hmm. letting it all hang out. And, and, you know, an Americana in a positive way. Mm -hmm. So as always, there's Bigfoot sightings. People cannot stop seeing Bigfoot. (laughs) Um, It's it's everywhere. And I just wanted to do a, a quick review of some of the things that have happened recently. So in January of this year, in Washington State, which is a hotbed of Uh big footage. Bigfoot activity. Bigfoot activity. um, Someone posted, this is from the Washington State Department of Transportation webcam, Sasquatch spotted. Oh, what? I'm not superstitious, just a little stitious. (laughs) (laughs) Have you noticed something strange on our Sherman Pass webcam before? If you look closely, the tree on the left that looks to be something, and might be Sasquatch. We'll leave it up to you. Anything that looks even remotely human in form, if seen from a distance in the trees, is Sasquatch. People, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> that could just be. It's a guy taking a whiz. Yeah, you know, notices someone's taking a, a shot of him with a camera and just lopes off. Yeah, Bigfoot. Right. It's um, so if you go and look at all this footage. It's amazing. It's all very similar. It's all kind of catching a Bigfoot unaware. Bigfoot apparently is both shy and indignant, and indignant, and is aware that he or she is being filmed.
1: Hmm. So and is, is and ain't with it, right? Is not one to you know stand in the spotlight. Yeah. Bigfoot is not one to you know bask. They also in the all, of the, all the people of of where is this. Washington, Uh, Washington state. State. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, they also have been spotted in Florida. This is the Southern Bigfoot, I guess. And I expect this guy to be a little less shaggy Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because of the heat. Um, they caught it on moving. Uh, they caught a moving object on a thermal camera. It looks so you can tell even less what it is, but they're saying it's like an ape like creature. Um, and I don't know how, how a, a very large man ape walks, but oh, come on. Bigfoot, just, Bigfoot researchers do, apparently.
1: That's just, you know, the local village <laughs> yeah. guy, Backwoods Johnny, you know, that everybody just, knows. He's just chilling. Form. Yeah.
0: He just lets his arms swing a little bit, and why shouldn't he?
1: How low were his arms swinging? Were they, like, to the knees?
0: I mean, I guess, but if the if he has bad posture. Yeah, okay. You know? Or if he's trying to kind of just make himself look small so he can get out of frame. But in November of 2019, there's new evidence. It's a stunning new discovery. The original OG Bigfoot, they say, lived two million years ago, known as Gigantopithecus Blackie. Oh. It sounds like somebody I grew up with. (laughs) Gigantopithecus Blackie. A giant primate living in what's now southeastern China about 1.9 million years ago, and related to the modern-day orangutan. Oh, okay. Um, so they were able to find evidence of this creature, and they they analyzed the proteins in the tooth enamel, and based on their research and this tooth business, they it shows that G Blackie, as he's called, weighed up to 595 pounds. Um, and it is not closely related to humans, unlike chimpanzees or bonobos. So this, if this creature, Gigantopithecus blackie, a.k.a. G blackie, yeah. a.k.a. G money, <laughs> a.k.a. is, uh, you know, could have survived until today. That's what we may be seeing.
1: Oh, if that's possible. What well, I. I why isn't it possible? I mean, crocodiles, cockroaches have been around forever. Why can't yeah. Bigfoot have existed and lived and evaded? Maybe that's his his thing. Well, the thing
0: is, you know, Bigfoot is seen everywhere, all over the world.
1: Yeah, but there's none in captivity.
0: Like no. everything. Well, else. they don't. They don't go that way. Yeah. <laughs> You know,
1: like you would see a crocodile in captivity. You won't see a Bigfoot in captivity because that is their strength. Not being caught.
0: Yes. Being that spotted, is their
1: secret weapon. Spotted is one thing. Caught. no. Yeah.
0: I would say that if you are a, a creature that has attained mythical status, you best not be caught. Yeah. You know, like the, that's how you've managed to keep it going all this time. That's where the mythical aspect of it comes from. So you know, big Bigfoot, he or she is possibly out there. Um, I, I put these people, the the Bigfoot enthusiasts, B fro and whatnot. Um, I don't look down upon them. I am just waiting to see when they produce some credible evidence That's that right. Bigfoot exists. Well, there's, you know, there's no reason to think that there can't be something out there. We don't know every single. Um, species that's out there. We're discovering new things all the time.
1: I wonder. If maybe Bigfoot... we
0: simply aren't looking in the right place. Right.
1: I, and I wonder. Huh. I wonder if Bigfoot
0: could get COVID. Hmm. That's a question. That's interesting. I, you know <laughs> what? I'm gonna say no because it, maybe if this is a man ape. But you got to be pretty dim not to wear a mask and be fraternizing with people at this point. Yeah. I mean, and I think that I—that I, means I put Bigfoot above some of our fellow humans, yeah. right? <laughs> I think Bigfoot could figure this one out. He or she has not survived all of this time by being cavalier about its health.
1: That's right. So Bigfoot says, wear your mask. Yeah. And, and so- they're also
0: loners. Right. Oh, so the social distance. That's been working that- for them. Has- <laughs> they're, way, they're way ahead of that. They're way ahead of social distance. Yeah. So it's just like oh, a natural changer for survival. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And maybe they're like sharks. Maybe they are they are impervious to a lot of the um you know the diseases that humans succumb to. Yeah. Who knows? But anyway, yeah, Bigfoot. Big footage. Nice. Oh, what's your favorite segment? Well,
1: um, I picked a segment, one of my favorite retired segments.
0: Oh, you bring it <clears> back in oldie but goodie
1: Yes. So one of my favorites from the past that we do no longer is zombie news.
0: (gasps) Zombie news. That's right. That comes straight out of 2012 (laughs) when it was the apocalypse. Zombies were huge. Everyone was watching Walking Dead and all the knockoffs. (laughs) Right. It was the end of the world. Right. So uh,
1: that's what we discussed I mean, to no end, you know, the possibilities with zombies and what would you do? Well, what's your survival um, tactics? Anyway, so I found this article. It says, revealed, zombie outbreak oh, yeah. is possible and only needs evolution of one parasite to happen.
0: Are they going to yeah. tell us what that is? Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Here we go. Um, one of the greatest fears of humanity, inspired by a bulk of Hollywood movies, and scientists do believe that a, a zombie outbreak could happen. So this is a, a scientific mm-hmm. fact, belief. Um, well, it's, it, it would be impossible to believe the dead would rise and feed on the living. Experts do think a parasite could affect the brain or a virus could evolve. There is a parasite known as Toxoplasmosa gondii.
0: Is, is this more- the one that
1: attacks ants? It is known to infect the brains of rodents. And this Oh, parasite, wow. Yeah. And so a parrot, this parasite can manipulate the rodent's behavior to make it fearless around cats. Um,
0: where the parasite... <laughs> How do we know that it's just not a badass New York City rat?
1: <laughs> well, this is where the parasite wants to go. It wants to infect another host. So it makes it the, ah. fearless around something else that would kill and eat it and therefore you get to replicate even more so have a bigger host. So this parasite has the ability to make a rodent head toward a cat where it will be eatin- eaten eaten. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've I'm just imagined the cat being like, what the Sam Hill? Is he serious? Is he y'all? he's coming over here. We're like four cats up in here. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and
1: so what worries scientists is how similar rats and humans are, and which is why they're using uh, they're used for testing drugs and medical breakthroughs. It's already believed that half the humans around the world have a dormant version of the parasite in their brains in the form of a harmless <gasps> cyst. Yes. Yeah. Get them out. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Um, nonetheless, for some with immune, uh, immune deficiencies, the parasite has taken over, which can be leaked to other like illnesses. Um, so they tested the parasite on mice, which was who were... <laughs> who were unfazed by the president presence of an, a predator once they were infected. So this can, is if you spread it, they're just like, they see a predator and they're like, whatever.
0: So what, they just walked into like an eagle's mouth or something?
1: Yeah, they don't care. Like their they're normal um, reflexes and but bold. Uh, responses are just, they're fearless now. They just don't have that kind of like self-survival thing anymore.
0: Ooh, I don't like that. I don't like a mouse with attitude.
1: Yeah. Um, this is, it's dangerous because the idea is that this parasite knows more about our brains than we do and has the ability to exert desire change in complicated rodent behavior. So it it's... That's I, I think that's really problematic.
0: Brain. But like, I think the way that they're describing it, it's like this parasite knows more about our brain. No, this parasite, that's how it survives. Like it wouldn't be here. If it didn't have the ability to create a situation in which it can continue to like exist and propagate. Right.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> so the thing is, I don't think they science. should say
0: it knows something. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it does a phenomenal job of figuring out mammalian brains in order to enhance its transmission through a complicated lifestyle
0: a cycle. So, life-style. why isn't it attacking? What's happening? Lifestyle. <laughs> why, why isn't it? So, what's stopping it? So,
1: um, let's see, so they they weren't look the experts were saying that the viruses will ultimately turn to the human race into zombies um mm-hmm. and so they believe that a virus such as rabies could evolve and conquer conquer humanity um but that's not zombies though yeah, there are- paras- I'm talking about but there are parasites. Like they're talking about that mm-hmm. as an example, and they say that there are parasites that out there that get close to making actual walking around zombies.
0: Um, okay. Yeah, so that's there are, exci- I mean, when you say zombie, I, I want hands out in front, I want dead eyes, I want people trying to eat people.
1: Yeah, and I think what they're talking about is like living people acting like this, not people raising from the dead.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's going to be hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, for some of the people I've worked with. Oh, yes. Um, that's fascinating, though. I, I like the idea of just a, a bold rodent <laughs> out there. I don't. Um, and I would, I would love to see the... It's like Pizza Rat, right? Yeah. Pizza Rat was the first. Right. It's just that he used his boldness to get a slice. Right. And and that was it. <laughs> like the virus is like, "Well, screw this." All we did was get into a pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> like, we needed to get into a cat. And we got a to... Yeah. But what's the So, a, they, a person gets into a cat and then from a cat it, what, a cat is just bold, a dog eats it.
1: What can what do what eats cats
0: besides elf? Uh, nothing. Hmm. I'm just saying it stops at the cat if that's their plan. Well, if a dog, a dog will kill a cat. I don't know if it eats it. Sure. I don't know if it's going to eat it. But, okay, say say the the dog attacks a cat because the cat's messing with it, taunting it yeah. even. Um, just really nasty sure. about so the whole thing. Nothing
1: eats cats. So, you know, parasites have to, like, get on the ball again. If it, if yeah. Ruin, you know, plan B. What do they do?
0: Good luck to them. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like, I hope they got a serious plan B if they were counting on the rat doing it. um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good luck to them, those paraphrases. (laughs) Hats off. You're listening to Hey, You Know It with Jaquetta Satmari and... Katie Kazmier. We're telling you how it is and how it should be. Oh,
1: man. Okay, so since we've been doing this podcast for 10 years. Yes. Gosh, do you, what are your highlights from each
0: year? Just one. Thing so out I for couldn't, I had them. It was hard for me to do it by year, but I've got, I've got things here. So for year one, I think the highlight was really just going to Bushwick and being in Kim audio's awesome studio. I'd never done anything like that before for myself. Mm-hmm. And it was fun mm-hmm. being in a studio, having, seeing all the equipment and Kim audio was just really cool too. And his approach to us was kind of like, Oh, so what is it that you guys are doing? And we told him, he's like, okay.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like
0: most people, I think at that time were going to Kim audio because they wanted to do like a reggaeton hit single. right? (laughs) They're Doing their raps, doing their rap. Yeah. (gasps) The raps doing their raps. I can't believe I phrased it like that. Well, I mean, that's basically what it was. We, you could say rapping, but you know, some of the people were good. Some of them weren't. Right. Um. So that's my highlight. My first highlight. How about you?
1: I can't, this is again, our Hey, You Know What Mind coming together. I said, I, it's also yes, going to the recording <laughs> studio for the first time and laughing uncontrollably because it was, <laughs> I mean, it was like going into this studio that we've never been in before. And we, You know, it's our first time really in that environment. And we had the headphones on and we crowded into that booth together. And then we're just...
0: We're like in a phone booth.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And it's like you get a case of the giggles in there and it gets even worse. And just laughing and hearing Kim Audio over the headphones like, okay. All right. Try it again. (laughs) Stop laughing. (laughs) Very gently. Stop laughing.
0: The poor. I mean, his job is hard. Not only is he's the the producer, the sound. I mean, he does everything. Yeah. You know, Tells um, about and that. I, I don't think he had ever worked with two people like ourselves doing what we were trying to do. Right. <laughs> he was trying to. Be and helpful. he just. Yeah, he and he was, mm-hmm. you know, um, after we finished our recording, we would sit there with him and like yell out edits at him (laughs) sit behind him in a chair like yeah and and he was like okay this is what i do you know he had no problem with it Mm -mm. i would have been like get out (laughs) (laughs) oh
1: gosh okay so what about the second year
0: um i put doing discount celebrity
1: oh yeah Oh, that was so sort of we kind fresh. of
0: talked about it. we t- at the beginning we we did a little bit, but we really made it a thing. Discount celebrity was a segment that we used to do where the, the economy was tough, you know it was 2000, 2010, 2011, and you wanted the top celebrity for your movie, but you just didn't have the money. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You go for the c lister, the B lister, or in our case, the d listers so it it was fun every week to take someone like a you know, Ryan Reynolds and find out who the discount was right. and do the research on both people and come into the studio and try to convince you that these were legitimate uh, discounts. Yeah. that
1: We were doing that. It was so much fun, but then it got hard because we were going for yes. everybody. So we had to retire the we, segment.
0: Yeah. We ran out of people. Um, you know, at one point we were doing a three way, like three people who we thought were the same. Mm-hmm. I think like Reese Witherspoon, Alicia Silverstone, who I still don't know the difference. Right. Um, I know I enjoyed that segment. It was fun. I liked for my
1: for my second year um, was having the first guest on our show. That's okay. When we started bringing guests in, and the weekend Bateman when we had that segment that
0: was surprisingly delightful. Yes, it was. I don't know why we started doing it. Um, there was just so much Bateman happening and I thought, wow, he's just not really an exciting guy. Would it be ironic? Wouldn't it be ironic if we featured him in his own segment? Yeah. Well, we, I mean, jokes on us. He's huge now. Yeah. Well, we're responsible for that. Partially. When we first started talking about him, if you Googled him, we came up. Yes. (laughs) For like a year. And I'm sure his flack was like, who are these, who are these people? (laughs) That are getting, you know, (laughs) that you're the Google search number one for Jason Bateman in, like, you know, (laughs) January of 2011 is, Hey, you know it, some podcast out of Bushwick.
1: Right, right. Yeah. We were right (laughs) up there. We came, uh, Google Jason Bateman and we came up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, But then we ran out of stuff to say. Yeah. So we had to retire the segment. Yeah. What about your, the, the third year?
0: well i i kind of grouped these together but like singing songs we sang we sang some original songs um that were parodies mm-hmm. and i really enjoyed that one was that fear is mine we also did a hikey blues and then they will downsize oh, cool. and then most recently we did a david Bowie tribute for a episode four hundredth oh, podcast God, yeah. but i liked trying to uh, we are not singers. No, we're and not. I think that's, On any level, that's something that can't be said enough. If you hear these songs, <laughs> we are not singers, but we did it anyway. Um, I mean, I had some training with singing. I think you have, or I used to pretend that I thought you had, or I tried to say you had some. You tried training. I haven't had. I've had. Um, no.
1: Well,
0: but you did. You sang anyway, <laughs> which is the best part. Yeah. Um, we did it. You know, we wrote songs, we sang them. Uh, and I thought that was really fun. Yeah, that was fun.
1: Um, I liked it. It was the year 2012. Um, and it was supposed to be the end of the world, according to the Mayan calendar.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: we did talk about that a lot, but nothing happened. I think we yes, kind that's
0: also on my list. Scared <laughs> it straight down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Armageddon. We used to report on it a lot. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Little did we know that we're in it now. It was only gonna be yes. years later. 2020 yeah. is the year of Armageddon. So I, I have that too. I have Armageddon and Zombies.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I also have just this is like year, one. Well, I'm not sure what year we but the going weekly, being weekly was exciting. Yes. For me that we were able to maintain it for a couple of years and it gave me confidence and it showed that we had momentum. Right. And that stick to it Yeah. And we started off doing it. It was two episodes a month when we were with Kim Audio. And then when we went on to... Uh, we started recording in a studio in Midtown, which is now closed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think it was called like Night, night Hawk or a something. Night Owl. Night Owl. I was close. <laughs> See, I don't hawk. like birds. I don't even care. I'm totally birdist. I was like Night Pigeon. Um, that was a fun studio. We went... Yeah, we started going weekly and it just we, we were able to maintain it. Yeah. And I thought that was really exciting. Um I like I another highlight was when we had our
1: 100th episode. Yeah, and, and you got us mugs.
0: I use that mug almost every day and I think about how excited we were now that we're on episode 480. Yeah, <laughs> I thought of, I look at the 100 and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Not that it's not a milestone, but you know what I mean? Like, I was so excited to get to 100. I had a mug made. Yeah. <laughs> and I have my mug, too. I still use it. I, I also went to, I have this on my list, the The shot glass program. Oh, my God. in we initiated. Yes. Um, we, at the beginning, we were to solicit mail and reviews from people. We'd say, if you email us. Give us a review. We'll send you a shot glass. And so I had shot glasses made and we sent them out to all of our listeners who wrote in. And one couple who had been listening to us since the beginning, they sent us a picture of them holding our shot glasses along with them getting engaged. Right. And yeah. I thought that was really cool. She was cool. holding
1: the shot glass and showing her engagement ring and was like, look, we got Yeah. This. Awesome. Shout out to them. So, I, Yeah.
0: I thought that was really cool.
1: Um, let's see, we had, a we, with, when we hit our 200th episode, um, we called it an episode, and we did one of every segment we ever did, including the song. And it went a to of them <laughs> to two shows because it was so long, right?
0: Yes. It was like two hours and 20 minutes long. Yeah. And I thought, there's no way I can release this in one week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Considering our motto is like in an hour or less. Yeah, right. Um, I do remember that. And a song was in it. um, And then we're here in 2016
1: now. Okay. For me, that was like the worst year. And like doing the podcast, I I, I, personally, it was like a bad year. Oh, you had a
0: lot going on. I had a lot going on that year. And, um, and we were still in person so that, you know, we were trying to get to midtown, you know, and, and accommodate both of our schedules.
1: Right. And the, you know, the world started really falling apart with the election and and everything. So that was just a negative year. But the only good thing was coming in (laughs) the studio recording with you.
0: Yeah. And I think if you listen to, I don't often go back and listen to the really old stuff, but you'll, you can tell our moods sometimes. <laughs> and think about what was going on, you know. Yeah. Like well, some years, we're very optimistic. Like at the beginning, we're super optimistic, even though we're talking about politics and things going wrong. We're like fun, joking about it. By 2016, we're like yeesh, right? Jaded. <laughs> like, but yeah, very jaded. Um, and but yeah, I guess that would yeah, that would kind of be a highlight for me as well. Yeah. Um, I have on here also uh, having cinema cinema come in. To the studio, uh, oh my god! To the studio, because we have. I love all of our guests, but I, I can, I think I can say that no guest brings more energy, they- and punk oh and god. punk rock badassness to our podcast than Cinema Cinema, who also let us use their music. Yeah,
1: Cinema Cinema did not even know us, and uh, Jacquetta's husband knew them and asked if that we could use their music, and they said sure without knowing a yeah. thing. And we've been using their music as the opening and closing for all this time. Um, they are amazing. They are so precise and just badass. And yeah. they look like you listen to them and you're like, oh, these guys are all about danger. They're nicest guys in the world. <laughs> yes, exactly. Nicest guys. They, but like, they came in a couple of times and they always brought a ton of energy. One night though, they were, we came in, we were tired. And yeah. they walked in the door, and immediately it just filled the room with electricity. And I just like sat right up, like okay, ready to go. <laughs> there
0: yeah, there. I wish. I wish, like you know, there if there's like a five hour energy shot of them. Yeah. Like a cinema, cinema drink. Yeah. Just like a jolt of it's like it's not even caffeine. It's like caffeine plus plus plus. Yes. Oh God. They're great. Um, yeah, I love having them come in. And also that they led to us going to a punk show together. There are a few people I've been to a punk show with uh, in my adult life, but you were one yes. of those people. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, we did go to a punk show. I remember some of it. I, I'm i just going to say in gen- general for 2017, my my favorite was the Winter Skull <laughs> theme that katie came up with it's an aspen related theme for all things winter Mm -hmm. and it was just a really fun weird episode to start looking up things related to winter skull which i'd never heard of all right celebrating winter which nobody wants
1: to do until you realize nobody nobody people do it people do it in
0: the the winter climate
1: areas i liked um that you brought in tara Teresa hill who was uh who wrote oh yeah Um, yes. That and the fact that it was the year that Me Too happened and people were going down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not podcast related, but yeah. yeah, still pretty awesome. Yeah. It was like the funk of 2016 was lifted by the butt kicking action of Me Too. Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. So, what about 18? What was your thing? Um, for 2018, I'm just going to, in general, our reporting in that year on animals seemed to kick it up a notch. Yeah. <laughs> on birds, on on buffalo, on cows, you know, a lot of animal-related posts. I don't know why. I don't know if it was a backlash against what, you know, yeah. what we were doing before. But, yeah, we just really reported on animals a lot. And I love that kind of reporting for some reason. It's it's like, okay, bees. Yeah. you know yeah. what's what's happening why not well i have here
1: that male male toxicity we talked that all came out and it, it became a thing where um you know we talked about it. the world was talking about it um but just kind of opening everyone's eyes
0: to this kind of thing that was going on
1: and the world in 20 in, in 2018 yeah
0: yeah. And on the back of that 2019, speaking of males, Elon Musk, Musk you must be really, really
1: right. He became part of our podcast.
0: Yeah. The thr- thr- trillionaire playboy DJ. I, you know, I used to joke about that, but he actually did drop a single. He did. He has slept with a lot of women and knocked them up. Um, and he's made a trillion dollars Yeah, and he's exciting. So you so, you have named him and that is what he is. Yeah. He's a trillionaire playboy DJ, Elon Musk. And there's just always news about him. I really, I think that in 2019, his face work started to settle into something that looked very cherubic. Yeah. Very much like a Campbell's Soup kid. And I I found it delightful. Yeah. And so
1: let him him continue on with that. Way to go, Elon Musk. We'll Um, be right there with you, reporting. 2019, everyone was gearing up to get rid of Trump and yes. move forward to happy days ahead and little did we know it but that year was the last year that we would be celebrating holidays together or <laughs> traveling yes. um going to work in an office uh all these things it we had such we were had positive expectations and everything just it was like the needle um off the record but 2019 yeah
0: last time we moved around freely in the world yeah and I'll say for here we are now in, in 2020, despite the fact that we are not able to move around freely and, and be together to do the podcast, I like that we're doing continuing and that we're doing it online. Yes. It, for us, it means that, sure, we can't be in the room together, but we know each other well. And we've been able to get guests that we might not have been able to get before because now it's convenient for them. Right. And I look forward to getting more guests that we might not have had access to before simply because they couldn't get to Times Square um, during the time when we were recording. Right. Yeah. I also wanted to put in this in in general, I love choosing the images and names for the show. That always makes me happy. I don't know. Those of you who are subscribed through iTunes or Stitcher, you won't see any of the pictures. But if you go to heyyouknowit.com, you will find a bevy of doctored photos and puns. Oh my God.
1: this is one of the things <laughs> where Jaquetta just shines. She Jaquetta is the one that does all of the show notes, does the editing for the podcast, names the shows, put ups the puts up the pictures. All hilarious. I'm scrolling through. I'm just laughing at that alone. <laughs> pretty
0: good. And they 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 either are linked to something we've said in the show or to something that was happening in the news yeah. at the time. Um, so yeah, those are the, those are the 10, 10 things, 10 things. yeah. You're listening to Hey, You Know It with Jaquetta Sotmari and Katie Kazmier. We're telling you how it is and how it should be. So
1: one of the, um, evergreen segments that we have <laughs> It's
0: called Advice on Advice. Advice on Advice is a segment where we find advice on the internet that stinks. And it's unqualified. And we improve upon it by giving our advice on advice. Hence, Advice on Advice. All right, but... That's what you were saying. That's what I
1: was saying. And that is the segment. But, but, because this is a special episode, we feel like after 10 years of giving advice, we can really give fresh advice without having to read anybody else's advice. So we asked... We asked... Um, the listeners, if they would, if they had any questions for us and we would come up with, um, we would give, we would start our own advice column.
0: Okay. So, so I'm going to do the one that I got. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to refer to the, the person who asked us as E. Okay. Dear, Hey, you know it. Should I ask my ex-girlfriend for my vibrator back? <laughs> We had a long-distance relationship for two years, and she was a terrible girlfriend. We did not break up amicably. By which, I mean, she pretty much stopped talking to me for two months, then broke up with me over text and email, and was possibly sleeping with someone named Kimberly. Uh. But the point is... Kimberly? But the point is, I told her she was a terrible person, and not to contact me again. But then I remembered she has all my silicone accoutrements. On, oh my all God. Of all of them. Whew. Vibrator, strap on, etc. Do I need to let them go? That shit is expensive, but I really don't want to talk to her again. Signed E. Wow. I mean, okay. Right. First of all, should it starts off kind of in a confusing way. Should I ask my ex-girlfriend for my vibrator back you're thinking, okay, one vibrator, let it go. Right. now, if there is a lot of stuff, yeah, vibrator, strap on, et cetera. I mean, sex toys are really expensive. Yeah. And if you
1: really, if they're a big part of your repertoire, then, Mm -hmm. and all of them are gone.
0: Yeah. All of
1: them. But here's the thing. All right. Finances aside, if, how do you feel about somebody else using them with somebody else? And are you going to take them back? And is that going to bother you?
0: Well yeah, so first of all, you know, there there are many ways to to make sure that the tools are sanitary. Well, sure. So if if the person doesn't mind that this girlfriend cuz I think Kimberly, well no, Kimberly is the person that Kimberly. she may be sleeping yeah. with. The um let's call the the girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend Cheryl. Yes. Cheryl. So I feel like Cheryl is probably using these things. And that's why she's holding on to it. Yeah. Most
1: likely she's not
0: I don't think she's holding on to it but she's probably like dude this this strap on rocks, I always enjoyed it. Uh, I'm keeping it well, that's isn't that kind of spiteful saying now we
1: I know this is this is ease, and I know she enjoys it, yeah, and now I'm yeah. gonna keep it. that's kind of mean, I think that's mean. I think it's mean, I think it's mean of show uh, on
0: on all counts, so if we put aside that these are sex toys and we just say that these are items of value to eat, yeah. And I say that she has every right to ask for them back, yeah, it's no different than uh you left some clothes over there, some books over there, some you know expensive items, maybe pieces of jewelry, mm-hmm. you know, and she needs to Cheryl needs to let it go, basically, yeah. and give the stuff back. Cheryl needs to clean them all up, put them in a nice box
1: with a lid, yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, be, have a, have a no friction.
0: Return. Yeah. You could leave them somewhere. If you have, uh, if you and Cheryl know, you know, and trust the same person, you could do a handoff that way. Right. Yeah. You know, you, you could send it in the mail. I mean, just take the batteries out. That's true. That's true. You know?
1: Yeah. So um, get the collection together clean it up, and send it back. And I don't think it's it's a bad thing to ask for them
0: back. You should ask for them back. However, if Cheryl is like, no, I'm not giving them back, then I would say forget it.
1: Then I would say, okay, then give send a, a Venmo me X amount of dollars to replace Ooh. them. I like that. Yeah.
0: You could ask for a Venmo.
1: Yeah. I almost said check, but then I was like, let's bring it into the here <laughs> and now. Let's I said, bring it.
0: Is it a cashier's check or a money order? Yeah, there's no reason
1: why she if she's taking these because if she refuses to give money for them, then she really then really, it's just spite. It's just spite because it's she's withholding the, the items, not and keeping her financially.
0: You know, <sighs> But then also, I mean, that is if she still has them. If she's a spiteful person, she may have thrown them yeah. out, and you can still ask for money. You still
1: ask for money. Yeah say look if you're using these or whatever you know and you can't package them up you got to give me some cash for this
0: yeah so for the to answer the question should i ask my ex-girlfriend for my vibrator back yeah you should yeah if the collection not just the vibrator yeah yeah all of it all of it the, the whatever you had what you know get it back yeah. sure because it's expensive and it's yours yeah
1: it's your thing there's no yeah it's your it's your possession you
0: Get it she should get her own stuff. If she's into that kind of stuff, you could say, Look, here's where I got it from. Feel free to go online and get it yourself. Yeah. It's not, uh, well, I'm assuming these things aren't one of a kind, but again, they could be. Yeah. Yeah. Or get, Some you, of the stuff is very expensive. Yeah. Or take that value
1: yeah. and say, Okay, then put it yeah. online at, at this store that sells them. And so I have the yeah. credit there and
0: I can get whatever I want. Oh, I like that too. You're, I love this transactional thing. You're like, uh, anyway, a Venmo, yeah. a credit, a gift card, in the form of a dance, whatever. Yeah. You know, however you can get it back. I like All it. Right. Hey, advice. All right. Usually we give advice on advice, so I'll say our advice was awesome. Yeah, and it's unsurpassed. <laughs> unsurpassed. We 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 missed our calling. Yeah. Uh, on advice. If we were to put a time capsule together and open it in 10 years, what would be in it? I Mine is very short and sweet. Okay. What do you got? Um, in the Hey, You Know It time capsule for me, what I put in is just a video reel on loop of Jason Statham kicking and punching, <laughs> and the soundtrack are the original songs that we've done yeah. for the show. <laughs> that's it. That's that's my that's comment good. on this decade.
1: Okay. And then, so for me, for the decade, we'll also put in there together? Is some white wine. Yeah. Ooh. A mask, because who knows if okay. it'll still be there. Some cash, because hey, you might need it. Yeah. Um, some cash. <laughs> fit flops, because the most comfortable shoe on the planet.
0: And a little. <laughs> See, I've only spray. provided entertainment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're like, hold on, I just need to open up this time capsule? <laughs> no.
1: Well, the pepper spray, that's like, you know, we got some cash on you, got your mask, you're totally safe, and you can watch your Jason Statham videos.
0: On loop, with us singing in the (laughs) background. (laughs) I think that's a terrifying time capsule. If anyone were to find that and try to reconstruct humanity based on that, I don't know what they would get. Uh, They'd be comfortable while doing it and safe. That's right. Oh,
1: my God. So, all right. if you've been listening to the podcast for one year, two, three, or all 10, um, yeah. you probably could take this quiz. So, how well do you know, hey, you know it? So, uh, here are, we each came up with a couple of questions. You can play along and answer at home, alone, <laughs> and or you can email us and tell us, <laughs> or, with a friend. or with a friend, or you can email us and tell us what you, how many you got right.
0: Uh, name five celebrities that we have harped on mercilessly. Oh, five celebrities we've harped on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jason
1: Bateman. Okay. Uh Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Uh Elon Musk. Mhm. Um bring up um
0: Sarah Jessica. Parker. How about some ladies? Sarah, Sarah yes. Jessica Parker. <laughs> And and the, the uh the pun there was harped on okay. for Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> and one more. And one more. Who's another one that we talk about? There's a tall gentleman that stalks the horses in Central Park. Who? He's dark. He's an Irish uh um, oh, Liam, Liam Neeson. He's very tall. Liam Neeson. Yes,
1: yeah, okay. Liam Neeson. Oh very good. Okay.
0: I would have also accepted Gwyneth Paltrow (laughs) and Jason Statham.
1: And Billy Zane. That was another one. And talked about him for a while. Cha-ching. Yes. And uh, what's his name? Your Uh, other favorite, the Batman.
0: Christian Bale. Yeah. I would have also accepted Christian Bale. Okay. All right. What's next? Um, How many non-episode posts do we have on the website and why? Oh, God.
1: I'm not sure how many. I think it must be seven. Fall apart. Seven um, non-episode posts and their blogs. Because in the beginning, we decided that we were (laughs) going to blog as well,
0: which lasted maybe (laughs) seven times. Seven posts. We have 13. Uh, most of them are because we thought we should blog. One of them actually explains what a podcast is, I believe. <laughs> one of them also just talks about a podcast we just did. And for some reason, uh, links to things that we talked about. Um, and then we posted one that was a, a tarot spread. But the majority of them, yes, are blog posts where we thought we had to explain ourselves. Okay. Wow. Because you, you know, you no one wants to, when you when you think a podcast. You think, is there an article that goes with this? <laughs> is there some is there something I can read yeah. while I'm listening? <laughs> no, yeah. Oh God. Okay. Next. Um, I said, what or who do you think we talk about the most? It's kind of a you know oh, multiple answers, and the clue is it's not Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> it's. What do we talk about the most? What do we
1: talk about uh, this year or just in general? In gen
0: in general, what do we talk about the most? No, probably
1: wine. Um. We talk about. Uh, probably penises. Um, yeah, I would say penises, wine, penises, and let me just round it out with a third thing. Um.
0: Feet. The- We do mention everything. I don't. I, like, just doing a quick survey. I came up with wine, penises, robots. Oh my
1: gosh! See, we
0: are so close (laughs) on these. All right, you have one more. I have one more. Can you name either one band name that Katie and I have come up with, or a name of a film that we have created? Yes, Time Monks. <laughs> yes, that's what I have too. <laughs> time Monks. I think it's they they fly, they stop time with their dicks, I yeah, think I was think like the, the tagline. Other, other good um, answers were the Whip Father, No, um, Dull Unit, and the Organoids for band names. Well, which brings us to my first question What were our original band names? Okay. I think it's is it dull unit in the whip. That's right. Yes. It's a combination question. All
1: right. How do we describe our favorite drink? Tasteful. Just the whole phrase, please. Tasteful white wine. So, (laughs) not to be confused with the "Hey, you know it" drink that that um, our listeners made up for us. Which involves vodka and ginger ale, I believe. Yeah. Um, who? What are our spirit animals? What is Jaquetta spirit animal? What's Katie's spirit animal?
0: Oh my goodness! Is is Jeff Goldblum one of them? An animal, not not a Jeff Goldblum. Okay. And it's not Keanu Reeves. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Is is a wolf shark or a shark wolf? It's got to be for me. Okay. And for you as a koala.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Is that correct? Yes. Well, the full answer is okay. Jaquetta is a wolf and Katie wants it to be a lion, but she's really a koala bear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. Okay. I'm doing okay. Yes. I, all right. I'm, I'm, then, all right. How about it. this? Five places we recorded the podcast.
0: Oh, okay. Um, Panama City. Yeah. And the Casco Viejo uh-huh. area um night owl that, studio That's right. Um funkadelic studio That's right. Kim Kim Audio Studio uh-huh. And then that one weird studio that had replicas of the of of alien. Yes. Okay. And I don't remember the name of it. I just remember that they had these gigantic Geiger okay. <laughs> statues of alien. Okay. And some rappers that just left, like some legit rappers. Yeah.
1: So I would accept Uptown Studio or ah. My Apartment.
0: <gasps> That's
1: right. Okay, so good. All right. And um, last question. We both agree on what we think the funniest part of the body is. Name
0: that part. Feet. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's always the answer yeah. if you're not sure. <laughs> If we're asking a question, just yell out "feet," <laughs> not foot. That's not funny. That's right. Oh, the pair is funny. So I like Yeah. It. It's a pretty good quiz. <laughs> I had a bonus question, okay. which is how long can you listen to "Hey, You Know What" without stopping?
1: Fifty-five minutes.
0: No, no, I mean <laughs> all of the episodes. <laughs> How long can you listen to us without stopping? I don't you meant
1: the like like average of a marathon. Okay.
0: No, oh, I don't know. What is that number? About 360 hours or 15 days. Wow, straight. If you put this on now, 2 weeks from now, you'll still be listening. <laughs> so, on the list of things was Hikey Day. It should be a holiday. Ooh. I think we've mentioned this before. It's there's not a whole lot going on. It's August 30th, right? Yes. Um, August 30th. We should, everyone should first of all have the day off. This is a federal. Oh holiday. yeah. Um, And I would like to move voting to this day. Oh my gosh. Right? I think that would be a great way to celebrate. Hey, you know, it is to tell it how it is at the polls, get involved in local politics Give somebody you love a bottle of white wine and, and some unsolicited advice. <laughs> also go out, go out, get a foot rub and tip heavily. And then at the end of the day, to, to cap it off, you are to do a song parody about how your day went <laughs> in, in, the, in, the, in the style of your choosing. In the style of your choosing, right? okay. In the style of your choosing. For me, it would probably be David Bowie or, um, you know, Barry White, what have you. But I say that's how you should celebrate hikey Day. Okay. Hey, you know what day. What's your idea for the all celebration? Right.
1: First of all. I know you like the voting. I like the voting too. Um, mine is uh, drink a tasteful white wine. Okay. Get,
0: We're in accordance. Yes. Get yeah. a
1: foot rub. Can you please? Yes. What? <laughs> when, the, dish out unsolicited advice to the first person you see outside your home. Are you yes, serious? because that's good luck. So the when you get out okay. of your house, just tell somebody what, give them advice. Give them what for? Yeah. Dress in the hey, you know, it colors of red and gold. Okay. Prank call Elon Musk.
0: <laughs> it would be so hard to prank call him. <laughs> I, know. I think he'd just go along with like, okay, you want me to do what? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah hold on. I think we, we're working on that. <laughs>
1: um, drive with the top down and blast cinema, cinema. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Gather around the campfire fire, a real one for a tale from the campfire.
0: Okay. And it's in summertime, so that would be in the Japanese tradition. Yeah.
1: And you can always also top off your day by sending, hey, you know what? Line money. <laughs>
0: yes, you can through PayPal. There's a link on the yes. site. I like it. I I feel like we yeah, our 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 celebration style is kind of in sync, right? There's wine, mm-hmm. there's foot rubs. There's opining. Yes. So we would like to thank Cinema Cinema for letting us use their music for the past decade. Um, At the time when we approached them, it was through my husband, Greg, who had known Ev and mentioned that he had amazing music. And I thought, "Let's, let's hear some of this music. And I was blown away by it. And I was really nervous about asking. Because our podcast didn't even exist. Right. And so we're asking them to put their incredible creative product next to an untested brand. right? And they said yes. Yeah. Um, so we've been using their music for the past decade. It's amazing. We've had them in the studio. Uh, they are a well-known band at this point, And I'm really honored that we have their music kind of fronting and ending what it is that we do. Right. It's really cool. The music is awesome. And um, I listen to their stuff all the time. Yeah. And when I hear it, some some of the songs that we've used for the opening, I imagine, welcome to Hey, You Know It. And then when it doesn't happen, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm listening <laughs> to their CD. I'm probably not going to be on it. <laughs> no. So, so, yeah, thank you. Uh, thanks, yes. Paul. Thanks for letting us use your music, and thanks for coming in the studio. Yes, thank you.
1: And I'd like to thank. Our, speaking of studios, I'd like to thank our studios. Um, we'll start with the very first one that we went to, Kim Audio. When we set out, yeah. yeah, when we set out to do this podcast, we had no idea what we were doing, especially when it came to tech. So we spared no expense and went to a recording studio in Bushwick, and we had an, our engineer record and edit our first shows um it was kim audio we crowned we crowded into a little sound booth and giggled our way through the podcast and he was a total pro he patiently sat with us as we instructed him where we should edit i wish you were here right now
0: (laughs) (laughs) he'd be shaking he'd be shaking his head like uh yeah why don't they just do a reggaeton
1: song what should we cut out what would we keep he made us sound good and he made the experience easy. If he had not made it so easy for us, we probably would have disbanded after a few episodes out of frustration. Um, so a big thank you to Kim Audio for helping us get the show on the road so we could concentrate on the material.
0: Yeah, KimAudio.com. Right. He's still doing it and doing it and doing it well okay. in Bushwick people. And we have
1: to thank Funkadelic Studios. That is our home away from home for the past, I don't know, how many years now? Like Five?
0: Wow, maybe five years.
1: So through the years, we recorded uh, different studios, and we could have recorded from our respective homes, but it was so much more fun to meet up after a long day and sit together in a studio and laugh and record the podcast. Um, Plus, it was a great place for our guests to come so we could see them in person, too. Uh, Funkadelic Studios is one of the best places in New York City for artists to work, They have a policy where they do not put signs up in their rehearsal space that say no smoking, no food, no drinks, because they don't want the word no to be in the artist's sight line as they are creating. Um, they don't want any subconscious editing. Um, it's, it's, the space is at 209 West 40th Street, right in Times Square. There's a lot of creative yeah. energy there at Funkadelic. You are reminded you are a human being and a creative person can forget the corporate world forget the problems outside and just get in there and do your thing it's run by a woman named dawn who is is, yes probably the one of the coolest people around she knows her business inside and out and does everything in her power to make it a great experience Uh, she had always made us feel welcome and made sure her line her clients can learn and create Uh, she's tough she's sweet and she's a survivor and um, it's one of the greatest pleasures to have recorded in her studios and we're happy to tell the world about what they have to offer. So thank you Funkadelic for being yes, thank you, our Funkadelic. home away from home. We raise a glass of tasteful white wine to you and look forward to the day where we can all celebrate together.
0: So we'd like to thank all of the guests who have been on the podcast in the past decade Alexis Lambright, comedian. Asi Motorez, comedian. Luke Ward, comedian. Greg Zenon, lawyer and samurai. And Skinny Bitch Jesus Meeting, which is a two-person comic duo. Jeffrey Sweet, who is a
1: playwright. Amber Madison, author. Leah Bonama, comic. Carlo DiCarlo, author. And Nick Cage, theorist.
0: Kathleen from podcast ABC Gotham. Comic Lauren Mall. Uh, comic and cupcake blogger Nichelle Stevens, intuitive and tarot card reader Marcy Courier, writer Evan Kanarakis, and Kate and Kathleen from ABC Gotham. Got Emily Epstein-White is a comic and scientist who is an
1: actual scientist. Um, Yale Cohen, author
0: Cinema Cinema,
1: musicians and Jodell,
0: musician. Also, Lauren G., theater enthusiast, comic Catherine Wing, comic Frank Angelini, comic Chrissy Mare, and comic Courtney W. Dr. Jackie Gunn and Carla DiCarlo, co-authors. Jamie Rivera, comic,
1: Al Crisofoli, Sugar Blast Music Company. Eric Robinson from Batsu Face Off Unlimited. Dawn Orlando, owner of Funkadelic.
0: Libby Emmons, playwright. Faith and Kath of Gender Rebels Podcast Cindy Lenti of Arts of Brazil Cole Hansen Whitty of Warrior Women with a Purpose Tara Teresa Hill with the Ghost Post Una Asado the Exotic Other she's a performer so Rebecca P sex expert
1: Selena Kopik, comedian Lori G meditation and yoga guide from It Takes an Open Heart Eleanor Michelle from Star Woman Astrology, and Ashley Lauren Rogers and Rachel Weekly, who are artists and activists from ScowlFight.com.
0: Wow, that's a lot of people, a very diverse and talented group, and they spent time with us.
1: They all made time to come into our studios and talk to us. Some of them more than once. You know?
0: Finally, we would like to thank our listeners. Yes.
1: So to all of you who show up every week or save up episodes and binge listen, we thank you. Thank you for showing up and sitting with us every single time because without you, it's just two people and a mic. There is no show without you. We think about you all the time and hope that the segments and guests entertain, delight you and make you laugh. Thank you for the emails, the tweets, your iTunes reviews, the donations you've given us and all the support attention and love we hope you have as much fun as we do every week we love and thank you
0: I wanted to thank listeners also for indulging um, Mm -hmm. us during the development of our podcast style and that style which Orson Welles said style is knowing who you are what you want to say and not giving a damn and I think that's something that we aspire to and thank you for listening to us So yeah, uh, and and I'd like to obviously I'd like to thank my co-hosts for a decade for the first decade of at least we can squeeze out two more decades. (laughs) Yes, I think physically (laughs) we're gonna squeeze them out. I'd
1: like to thank my co-host too for sending me that email one day. Want to do a podcast?
0: Sure. And then you're like, yeah, sure. What is it? (laughs) Like I don't I don't know, but let's do it. Yeah, that's it. All right, woo. Bad